Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're going to start slow, but we're always, always going to finish fast. No matter what the score was, we're going to finish hard. We're going to finish fast. It's Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. They had us. We weren't defeated, but they had us. With just one hour until kickoff. Regardless of the scoreboard, you're going to be successful because you put in all the time, all the effort, all the hard work, and you're going to go out with this win. Joe has you covered like an all-pro safety. Steps up. Throws. Rashad is tackling topics like a blitzing linebacker. Pressure drops. Parsons came flying through. Football Sunday on the Odyssey app. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh. And 1080 The Fan. Good morning. Good Sunday to you. Football Sunday right here on 1080 The Fan. Joe Fisher, Rashad Taylor across the glass from me. What's up with it, bro? Nothing much, man. This is uh, the first, like, first sports weekend where you could somewhat take a breath. I mean, like, Saturday, there wasn't any college football besides Army, Navy. There was some other stuff going on in the sports world. But, uh, again, it was the it was a good Saturday to kind of recalibrate and sleep in. Yeah, I mean, it's always nice to not have to worry about, you know, unless you were, you know, super geeked for Army-Navy, you know, but... Or for Morocco-Portugal. Yeah. Which I was not that neither, geeked for. Neither <laughs> one of them, you know. I woke so, up and checked the score. I'm like, oh, one. You know, good, this is good for Morocco. This is a good time, fellas, if you haven't done any Christmas shopping. And, <laughs> I mean, seriously, if you haven't done any holiday shopping or anything like that, like, yesterday was a great day to do that. You know, the the malls aren't the mall isn't super crowded at this point because it's still relatively. What is early. your mall, quote unquote? The uh, is it two oh five? His, his uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> it for me, good. it's Clackamas. Um, okay, it could be worse. Like I said, it could no, be two oh five. Clackamas, yeah, Clackamas is now the only the only legit mall in Portland. Like I was gonna say, is mall two oh five still a thing? I have no idea. I think so, but I don't I've I've been to Mall two oh five. Last time I went out there was I wanna say a year ago or, you know, something something like that. And it was only because I could I was looking for something to wear for a birthday party and was literally striking out every single mall that I was going to that was closest to home. So I oh. made the Made the trip out there. Not to, not to veer off too much, but an uh, article from March, uh, Portland's Mall 205 is finally giving up the ghost. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, we it's, I'm, from, I'm from the 80s in Portland, right? Or I'm really a 90s kid, 
So I turned 10 in 1993, right? I'm from the era of the Lloyd Center, the center of the city in the middle of it all. The only center in the center of the city, the Lloyd Center, has it all. That was the song. That was the jingle that would come on TV. Lloyd Center is where I had one of my first dates. It was, you know, where I got to perfect my craft at the Mortal Kombat uh, um, console that was there. Uh, it's where you kind of refine your taste in food because you learn to eat a little bit of everything. Stuff like, <laughs> Cajun, seriously, blackened fish from Cajun Grill. I didn't know I liked blackened fish. I'm until, a man of many cultures. I eat at the food court. Oh, man, I love the food court. The food court is a, is, was a godsend, whether you want pizza. That Cajun Grill, I know what you're talking was about. Was fire, though. right? I, I, there used to be one of those at the Pioneer Place Mall. Straight up. And the lemon chicken or whatever the hell it Absolutely. was. And they give samples. Like, hey, man. Let's just let With all try. the MSG, yeah, please. Let me, man, all of it. You know, and so whether you wanted, you know, Panda Express was there for the longest time. And then when they put the McDonald's in there, I was like, oh, okay. They're, they're really, really doing it over here. So, you know, you wanted to go to the movies. You wanted to go to the arcade. You just want to go somewhere and buy some cool clothes. Or you didn't have any money at all. Maybe you just want to go over there and, and people watch, you know, ladies watching the guys, guys watching the girls, watching people skate, you know, and just running into random friends. Like, I feel bad for a lot of these kids because they'll never get that experience, you know, here in, in North and Northeast Portland. Like, you have to go all the way to Clackamas to be able to get something similar to that. But it's a to walk through the Lloyd Center now and see what it looks like, it's really sad. It's real depressing to me. Like, I mean... All the stores are closed. There's like two shoe stores that are there. Like I, I, I used to be able to go there. You used to be able to go get your driver's license from the Lloyd Center. <laughs> There's Seriously, a DMV there. There was a DMV in, at the Lloyd Center. You know, you can get it. There was a pet shop at the Lloyd Center. You know, there was all these little things you could do. It was like really, literally a one-stop shop. If you wanted to go Christmas shopping, you know, or shopping for the holidays, you can get everything from the Lloyd Center and then get on the number eight or seventy-five or four home. And now that doesn't happen anymore. So I feel bad that. You know, little Joey will never get to understand the 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 beauty of being a mall kid. Uh, but you, you, so you're saying though that Lloyd Center might just be the perfect place to do your Christmas shopping if you're a guy because no one is there. Uh, no, I, it's the worst place because there's nothing there. <laughs> there literally, there's there there might be eight open stores at the Lloyd Center. Can I get my Jordans cleaned? Can I get harassed? No, to get my Jordans. No, you cleaned? cannot. Not even they, that. They're huh? not there. So if you're looking for the harassment from the guys, hey, hey, what's up? You want to bring your Air Forces over here? I know. Look, I know. Say, I can go to Washington Square for that. And they'll be right there. You know, Vancouver Mall is still a functional mall, which is it's okay. It's small, but it is. Clackups might be the best one that that we have at this point. Is that just the qualifier at uh, this point for a mall? Are you are you a functioning mall? Yes. Are there people there? Do you have yes more that, than uh, I think that's the first. You have question. more store, stores open than closed. Yes, I think that's the first question. Like, man, are you a functioning mall? Are you functional? <laughs> Do you have stores that I would like to shop at? I would say of functioning malls, I would say Washington Square falls under that category. That that place definitely gets popping. Okay. Um, and then I would say Clackamas is, a, I mean, anything outside of those two, man. And they've turned those into like shopping centers too. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean like I, if I, I'm not going to Lloyd center, I'm not going to mall 205. Not at all. Um, not at all. I'm going to start, I'm going to say the, the Clackamas is going to be the, that's the premier mall in Portland. Like it's got some restaurants outside of it. So, uh, let's see, you got the cheesecake factory and you know, you have what was the Ram. I think they changed the name of that 
the claim jumper is there. They got the the bread. The, the, I forget the, the oh. bread company that's across the street nearest the Target and the. I know what bread company you're talking about. Are we getting like? Are we just pubbing Clackamas? Uh, I again? think I think they win. <laughs> Honestly, I think they win. So if you're a teen and you're listening to this show, and you want to know where the where the shorties are at, man, they're more than likely at Clackamas. Yeah, I'll have to check our uh, our ratings for the under eighteen demographic. For our show, they're out there. Here's why I know that there was a young man that used to text in uh, and from uh, our boy from Scapoose, our man from Scapoose. There it is, and so uh, he actually I actually follow him on Instagram, and he's he's getting legit at hoop. So uh, so keep balling out there. We we see you. Um, I hear you on the weekend of getting ready for the holidays though, and doing your shopping. Yeah, just get it out the way because yesterday was my go get a Christmas tree and decorate the house and. Make things a little bit more Christmassy. A little more festive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I, I don't know about you when it comes to getting Christmas trees, but it's been two years in a row now that I've very much underestimated the cost of a Christmas tree. It's ridiculous. And I'm gonna go steal one. That's how. That's usually my my frame. I, seriously, every year I'm like, I'm just gonna take go this into tree. A, go into a random forest somewhere. Seriously, I don't think no. I'm going to one of these lots that have all these trees. Like you're gonna burn when this is over. Like you're gonna <laughs> you're not gonna use this all. I should just take this one. But I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna go ahead and pay this. My tree last year was eighty bucks, and I didn't know that it was gonna be eighty dollars until it was time to pay for it. And I was like, oh, I'm good. I don't really need an eighty dollar tree that I'm gonna put up for two weeks like i'm cool and then they were like see oh, well, we'll that's gi- the, we'll give it yeah. to you for the 60 it was like okay thank you that's the thing to do once they offer you price be like oh okay i'm good and then walk away and then they're like well well ugh, okay like we'll do it for you it's like thank you so much yeah see the place i went to yesterday the guys that were uh shaking and bailing my tree they were playing hardball like i knew the size that i needed to be under to get to my dollar amount right and again, even going into this, like I, I went to the store. I'm like, I need to get cash because most of these places only take cash. I was like, let's go fifty bucks. I was like, fifty bucks should be enough. That sounds fifty bucks sounds legit for a reasonable like six foot tree. Nothing too crazy, you know, just something to fill the corner of the room. And as I start driving up there, driving the back roads to get there, and this place is back roads, so the nearest place to get more cash is another fifteen twenty minutes anywhere. And as I'm getting there, I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know if this 50 bucks is going to be able to get what I, I want. I had to settle for a tree that was less than four feet tall. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm, uh, that's when I'm walking away. You know, forget Well, your I told Joey, and Joey is, you know, I get him. He's a man of time is money, and I don't want to waste any more time. I want to get home and play video games. I asked him, like, we can go to the store, get some more cash, and we get a bigger tree. Or we can just find a little guy and we can make sure to go big next year. And he's like, what time is it? Yeah, yeah, let's just find a tree and uh, get out of here. So we got a, we got a little... Uh, that's why I leave the little dude at home. We got a little Christmas shrub. Yeah, that's why, that's why I leave the little dude at home. Because he's always like, oh, I just want to... It's cold. I just want to go inside. It's like, no, I'll do it myself. Yeah, so I, I was even talking to the, the chick at the register and I'm like... Man, I suck at getting trees. Like, this is the second year in a row now that, A, I always wait until the last minute. Two, or B, I always underestimate the price. And then I end up just getting this little, ba- like I said, it's a it's a shrub, essentially. See, the last minute thing is okay when it comes to the tree. Here's why. Because at that point, the people that have the trees are just like, we need to sell it. We need to sell a damn tree. We need to get these trees, you know, out of here. It's getting closer and closer to Christmas. 
let's see how we can do this. And that's when they'll be a little little better about bartering. Like I typically don't typically don't get my tree until like maybe the fifteenth, maybe the sixteenth. Number one, I don't want it to completely die, you know, honest. And I'll let you some, letting you in on a secret. If you're listening, like black families keep their tree up until January, <laughs> January one. The pine smells good. Yeah, till January one. Oh that yeah, mine up. doesn't. Okay, just making sure. That's yeah. what I'm. I don't want to know if that was a cultural thing, but you can definitely find the tree still up to at least the first of January, maybe the second. You know? Oh and yeah. So I mean, shoot, mine's making it maybe through that whole first week of January. Yeah. I mean, depending on what's going on in my life. Yeah. So I think might be there for a while. Yeah. So I mean, hey, if people are putting up their Christmas trees like before Thanksgiving. And granted, those are most of the time like the fake trees. I mean, I can have my tree go past Christmas a for little sure, bit. for sure. And I'll be honest, that part of the year gives me anxiety when we're at Thanksgiving and the Christmas stuff is like yeah. already out. Or more than that, when once we get to uh, to what is it, um, trick or treating, Halloween. We get there, and then all the, you see all the Christmas stuff come out. I'm like, bro, we have like I, literally two months. I am an adamant, do not start any Christmas festivities until Thanksgiving has ended. The day of Thanksgiving has ended. See, same, he, same with, like, don't start any Thanksgiving, you know, fall crap until Halloween is over. Yeah. Like, Halloween's over, then you can start prepping for Thanksgiving, getting ready for that. Thanksgiving is over, Christmas music, decorations, all of that can come out. For whatever reason, the 15th is my magic number when it comes to December. <laughs> seriously, when when it comes to December 15th. Like, I don't I, want to get to all that right now. Seriously, that gives I me don't. A couple weeks, I don't. Like, seriously, <laughs> so at that point, I can, I'll start watching Christmas movies. I might start making my Christmas mix or more, more than that, listening to the Christmas station, you know, on the radio. It's like, okay, these things will become more the norm. But before the 15th, not having nothing to do with it. Hard. I have a hard line right there that says I'm not doing that. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I'm right there with you. So the Fisher household is definitely looking more uh, festive. It's got the tree, got some lights up. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I, I know over the years I'm going to have to step up the Christmas decoration game because I have a box, and then when I opened it up last night, I was like, all right, let's start putting stuff up. And I'm like, oh, I, that. all right, this is going to take like five minutes. All yeah, right. It'll be on your Clark W. <laughs> yeah, she's a beaut, Clark. Uh, what we got today, though, NFL football. I mean, like I said, first Saturday without any college football, so we are not beholden to the Ducks and Beavers and Pac-12 and all this and what happened over the weekend. Um, we do have our bowl game matchup for Ducks and Beavers, and we'll probably get to that in the second hour. But what are, what I wanted to do right away was get to the NFL slate of action, take a look at the playoffs. I feel like uh, this is the time of year where we can start shifting some focus towards the NFL. But well, Week 14, man, I think it's okay if we did that. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's go time. And uh, we also are in bowl season. The bowls begin this week. And uh, I have a fun quiz for Rashad and I to test our former bowl knowledge, like bowls from the 50s and stuff when they had ridiculous names for them. So I felt like this would be a great way to kick off the bowl season and uh, have some fun with former bowl game names there. So that's the first hour, at least. We're going to jump into the NFL. We've got a ton of great matchups. And we will take also a look at what the current standings, who's in, who's just on the cusp of the playoffs. Basically, a, a State of the Union address for the NFL. How are things looking right now? Sound good to you, Rashad? I love it. All right. Text us, 503-250-1080. You can hit us up on 
Twitter, Instagram, at JoeFish3, F-I-S-C-H, or at TaylorMade503. Let's take a look at the NFL, though. We're about 45 minutes until kickoff, 10 a.m. games. Let's get right into it right here. Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Football Sunday. It is uh, week 14 in the National Football League. We've got some great matchups, but uh, because uh, we talk so much college football in the first hour of our show usually, and then it's 10 a.m. and the games are going, we, we don't really get to look at the NFL um, standings, the slate, what's going on. So I do have the NFL playoff picture right now as it stands, Rashad. Let's hear it. Over in the NFC, we know that the uh, Eagles are that one seed. Right now holding on to the two seed are the uh, very weird Minnesota Vikings. San Francisco Giants. One San of the most talented rosters in the NFL right now holding on to the three seed. But as we know, just lost Jimmy G and are going to have to turn to Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. And they actually played the fourth seed Buccaneers today, who had to escape by the skin of their teeth on uh, Monday, I believe it was, either Sunday or Monday night. It was Monday night. And uh, so those are your four, uh, top four, and your wild cards are Dallas, Giants, and your, Rashad, your Mine. Seattle Seahawks. Mm. So that's how the NFC is shaking out right now. Uh, we got a good matchup, uh, uh, NFC East matchup between the Eagles and the Giants today. Um, I, gosh, I, I really hope the Giants win that. I really hope the Giants win this one today. I mean, it, selfishly. I, it, feels, it, feels, <laughs> it feels weird just because I know you hate both teams equally. So, I mean, I know you really don't want Philadelphia to win, but I'll be honest, man. If there's been any team in football that I've enjoyed watching more, I don't think there's been a team I've enjoyed watching more than the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, they've been seriously the most fun team uh, to watch this year, and I you see why Philly is in love with this team. 
Do you see why? It kind of reminds me of the what the 2017 squad that won the Super Bowl. And you know what is uh, really pissing me off about this Eagles team? What's that? They seem to be getting better as Every the weeks week. go by. Every week. And that's the part that is, as a Dallas fan, frustrating, is we are, uh, I say we, the Cowboys are trying to cover that ground. By the way, Cowboys have the Texans today, so you can, you know. <laughs> and that's good for them. You, you can probably chalk up a, a W there. But they're, they're trying to gain ground on the Eagles, and they just can't do it because the Eagles keep winning. And they keep doing it in impressive ways. I mean, last week against the Titans, A.J. Brown he just shredded that entire team. He basically got the Titans, Titans GM fired because of that game. He went in and shredded that old Titans team, and it was like, all right, we're canning you because you traded that dude away. Um, so Eagles, they're starting to hit a stride. At the beginning of the year, they were playing some easier teams, and now they're playing some better teams, and they're looking good doing it. Well, I mean, yes, the Eagles have been – they were lucky at the beginning of the season to have a favorable schedule, right? And now that they're at the point of the, of the season to where schedule gets a little tougher, we'll start to see where they are. Now you've got a lot of teams that are in, this is who they are, right? At the beginning of the year, you see good teams struggle because they don't know what they're doing yet. They don't know how to gel quite yet. You're looking at a Super Bowl champion and the Rams that were really a little bit kind of disconjointed at the beginning of the season. Like they didn't, or disjointed, excuse me, at the beginning of the season. And they just didn't understand how to win together, how to play together. And now you're at the point of the year to where everybody's found their identity. The good teams are the good teams, and you know which ones those are. Those are the the Cowboys and the and the Eagles and um, the Bills and all the other teams, you know, the, the most of the AFC East. You know, all those teams are starting to really round themselves out at this point. But now you see that you're at the end of the season. You're going to have some pretty competitive games. What type of team Philadelphia really is? And I think they're built to win. You know, I think if you if you look at it, they've had some woes over the past couple of years. But I think they're built to win. But that said, man, the Cowboys are is on that ass. They're right. They're right behind them. You know what I mean? And like, and it's the Cowboys. These past three weeks have played some amazing football. I don't have to tell you that, but you beat Minnesota 40-3. to Then you win the game against your rival, the Giants, 28-20. to Put up 54 on the Colts. They're starting to play the right way. And so Philadelphia has just created such a such a wide gap that, no, there's no – unless they just really fall off for the rest of the season, which I expect them to lose at least one more game. But, yeah, I, I, I don't think anybody's catching Philadelphia. But it doesn't matter what you do in the regular season. It matters what, what you do once you get to the postseason. Well, interesting end of the year for the Eagles. They uh, play at the Giants today, at the Bears, and then at the Cowboys. So three straight away games for the Eagles. Uh, I'm with you there. If they go out of there unscathed, I'd be shocked. No, to, and I it's mean, like they've, they've played. Do you remember a couple of years ago when the the Panthers, you know, went like 15-1? and one? Cam won the yeah. MVP. Yeah, the no, year, that this, was their uh, year they went to the Super Bowl. This yeah. year looks very similar to that. You know, you've got a quarterback, a hard-nosed guy that's just trying to make plays left and right. You've got a, a defense that looks like they've come uh, to help out a little bit. And athletic team, really good running attack. Super athletic team. You've got good receivers, you know, on the fields. Like, you, they've got a solid team. But, you know, what happened? They kind of ran out of gas by the time they got to uh, the NFC Championship, which they ended up winning. However, the Super Bowl was a much different story. So I think this team is similar to that team, but I also think they're very similar to that 
a Philly team that actually won the Super Bowl. So I think Philadelphia is going to be most people's pick at this point. At the beginning of the year, it was all about the Bills. The Bills, the Bills, the Bills, and Josh Allen. And they've still played well. Like, we shouldn't discount how good the Buffalo Bills really are. However, at this point, I, I mean, my, my pick would be probably the Philadelphia Eagles or quite possibly, and I don't want to say this because I don't want you to be weird about it, but <laughs> I I like the Dallas Cowboys in that defense. Hey, I get weird about the Cowboys a lot, okay? Oh, I know. You don't want to see what I do by myself watching the Cowboys. That sounds okay? weird, bro. Yeah, that sounds weird. <laughs> uh, no, today, though, in the NFC, there are uh, two matchups between teams currently in the playoffs. As we mentioned, uh, Eagles-Giants. That is one. But then Tampa Bay at San Francisco, which I was looking at the lines and over-unders, and I was considering taking this in my Who Do You Love today, Rashad, mm-hmm. taking the under, because Tampa Bay, as we mentioned, barely got out of that game on Monday night. They had three points the entire game. Then they ended up winning. And then you also have San Francisco, which is starting the Brock Purdy project. And that is, ah, man, that is going to be very interesting to watch. Not to be like, oh, I can't wait to watch Brock Purdy. It's just a matter of, is he going to follow what Kyle Shanahan and that team tells him what to do to a T? And if he does, then I think they will be able to maintain the course getting into the playoffs. They might not, you know, go five and one or whatever the remaining season is. But is Purdy just basically a game manager enough to be able to get them to the playoffs without kind of falling off here and letting things go off the rails? Well, if you look at it, that's the story of the San Francisco 49ers quarterbacks. With, with not named, no, seriously. Anybody not named Joe Montana, anybody not named Steve Young, is essentially just been a game manager. And go back to even Jeff Garcia. In Jeff, a sense. Jeff Garcia was a good player. But he was a but he was a game manager. You know, Colin Alex Kaepernick. Smith, Colin yeah. Kaepernick. You know, these are all game managers. And now you even look at you know Trey Lance that he was supposed to be the guy. He made one really good pass in a preseason game, and people kind of you know fawned over him. But you know he was essentially a game manager. You know, like San Francisco is built around having amazing athletes on the defensive end and then having a great playmaker or two offensively. Historically, it was Frank Gore, and, you know, it was guys like that. Now you have um, somebody like Debo Samuel. Now you have freaking Christian McCaffrey, the best Swiss Army knife in football probably over the last 10 years, 15 years, has been Christian McCaffrey. If he's healthy, he's going to be one of the top three or four picks in fantasy. He's going to lead the. Uh, he's going to be one of the league leaders in catching uh, passes out of the backfield. He's going to be one of the league leaders in rushing. And now you got that guy to put on the field. And you can line him up as a slot receiver. You can line him up as an X if you really wanted to. You know, what I mean, he, you probably won't, but you can line him up at any point on the field, and you're going to get production out of him. You don't really need your quarterback to be Tom Brady or Tom Brady a year ago. You know, when he was, you know, when the when the Bucks were were good. You don't need him to be that. And that's kind of the beauty of being San Francisco right now. They're the one team that they probably had the worst quarterback of the bunch, excluding Geno Smith. But now we can't say Geno is the worst quarterback, you know, in that bunch. But, yeah, it's it's one of those things. So I think Frisco is in a really privileged position. Uh, when you look at that team, man, it is, it's, it's ridiculous how stacked they are. I was thinking, man, there's no way that Brock Purdy is going to be able to take this team anywhere. But get 
the ball in the playmaker's hands, screen passes, quick passes, handoffs, jet sweeps, get him to Debo, get it to Christian. Like, get the ball out of basically Brock Purdy's hands as quick as possible. How often do the, does France San Francisco go throw the ball down the field? They, they, look, they at, look at their yards after completion, man. They they like the yak. They're big yak fans. It's they Again, they have playmakers, so get the ball in those guys' hands. George Kittle. And those guys run through players. They're quick. They San Francisco, they'll be fine. There's a one team that is playing today against a divisional rival in the NFC that I do want to get to because that is an interesting game. And I also want to get to the other side of the NFL, the AFC, because there's some uh, good matchups on that side of the league as well. So we will get to that next. Rashad Taylor, Joe Fisher, Football Sunday right here on 1080 The Fan. But first, Sports Center update. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Football Sunday on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right. When we left off there... I said there is a a divisional matchup in the NFC that was really intriguing to keep an eye on today, and that is the fighting Dan Campbells, the Detroit Lions. They are hosting the Minnesota Minnesota Vikings today. I'm pretty sure that the Lions are favored in this even. They are favored in this game, yes, indeed. Dude, let's go. Shake that mane, baby. Roar up. I don't know what their hashtag, their expression is in Detroit, but let's get this win today. I'm pretty sure Jared Goff has thrown for over like 300 yards in the four straight games or something. They came out today and said he is our quarterback, period. Like, I'm sure they, he heard that and was like, oh, am I? <laughs> things really? changed kind of uh, flipped on a dime there in Detroit. Like, every, he got traded there. Everyone's like, yeah, okay, well, they'll, they'll go, they'll work with him for a year and then they'll get a top pick and he'll be done. And it's like, uh, no, he's shredding defenses and. Lions are actually one of the more fun teams to watch this year. No, the Lions have been, you know, the the, the fighting Dan Campbells as they've been uh, constantly referred to, which I'm okay with because, you know, they've won four out of their last five games, you know, and they, they start the season really poor, you know, but now you're seeing all those things that were talked about in hard knocks. They're starting to come 
they're starting to come uh, to the surface. And, you know, you've got to like what this team has been able to do thus far. And you've got to love that, you know, they're taking on the personality of their coach. Dan Campbell, if you don't remember, was a fiery player. He wasn't the greatest tight end, but he was a really good one. Like, I mean, like, I don't think anybody was going to tell you that Dan Campbell. Fiery player? Listen to this. He's fiery in general. It doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. I will beat your ass. I would hope you'd beat somebody uh, somebody's ass with one ass cheek and three toes. Like I would hope you would, you know, you would win that battle. But I and then of course the saying. infamous. And on the way up, we're gonna bite a kneecap off. Yeah, we're biting kneecaps. So intense you know? player, intense yeah. coach. Imagine that dude, your dad. Oh man, stay at home, dad. Please don't come onto the field. <laughs> Please don't come into the locker room and make the speech like you did last week, dad. What the hell so was that? So embarrassing. <laughs> no, but I mean, if he's your dad. You're irritated. If he's your coach, you love it. You get what he, you see with the Lions. Absolutely. You you get somebody that you know will run through a you know the 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 phrases run through a wall for you. And I think that's what you know these players want to do for Dan Campbell because when you got a guy like one of the coolest things we saw was when he was doing up downs with the team, and it was like, how many guys are doing that? How many coaches are really getting out there? I'll tell you and what. Trying to and trying to get it in with their players and and working out and everything like that. Coach Fisher was doing it this year when it was all muddy out and we had to do butterflies. Guess who was uh, getting their butt in the dirt with way their to, players? Way to be the example. Way to be the example. <laughs> that last game of the year when it was pissing rain. Guess and, who wasn't wearing a sweatshirt or and, a raincoat? And when you're doing that, it's hard for the kids to not want to do it too because if the coach is doing it and he's old. Like, why, you know, why can't I, you know, go as hard as I can? And so I think you got a lot of guys in Detroit. In Detroit, you got to think about it, man. Blue-collar city. Gritty. Hard-working people. You know, Detroit is still still kind of looks kind of effed up. You know, certain parts. <laughs> certain parts of Detroit. Like, I they feel like it's London. Wherever I see a picture of it, it's always just gray. And it's just really, <laughs> like, they, they haven't really upgraded a lot of the neighborhood. They haven't really rebuilt any of those old buildings. So the parts that look bad look really, really bad. But then you get to other parts outside of, you know, the 8-mile district, and then you start seeing that, oh, okay, well, this is kind of a, a, a nice city, you know what I'm saying, when you get to, like, Auburn Hills and stuff like that. But at the same time, not really. Detroit is one of them grimy places that if you're a rapper or an athlete or something like that and you got to go to Detroit, you got to check in first just to make sure that you're not going to get robbed when you go to that bar or when you go to that, you know, appearance or whatever the case is. And so, yeah, Detroit has a, you know, when you live there, you kind of take on that personality. And right now, man, they're working hard. Four four games in their last five have been wins. And now they're favored, I want to say, for maybe the first time all season that they've actually been favored to go into the game. I don't know how many games they've been favored. Have I they, don't want to say they How many times have they played the Texans? Well, <laughs> good question. I want to say they were favored like one other time earlier this year. So in 17 games, they'll, they'll probably will have been favored twice. Like, that lets you know what type of team they've really been. And they kind of remind me of Oregon State a little bit. Like, there's been some struggle, struggle. And then last year was the first year that it was like, okay. They were favored against the Seahawks, actually, earlier this year. Were they really? Yeah. And how'd that turn out for them? Um, Well, the over hit. Yeah. Geno hit is what happened. And so, (laughs) but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what this Lions team can continue to do, if they can continue to improve. If they can get one or two more wins on the season, I say seven wins is a Considering people, most people had them pegged for three or four, seven wins is a legit number. That's enough to get you a, get your contract read up if you're Dan Campbell. 
F that. Giants fall apart. Lions sneak in somehow and grab that seven seed. I say Giants because I want to uh, let the Seahawks somehow get that six seed. Uh, but we need to get to this AFC real quick because there's some big matchups today. You got the Jets taking on the Bills. That's the seven seed versus the one seed. Is the Mike White uh, era going to come to an end today? Well, I shouldn't say come to an end, but he's been balling out the last couple weeks for the New York Jets. So curious to see what happens against uh, a good team in the Buffalo Bills. We also, and this is huge when it comes to playoff uh, implications, the Sunday night football matchup, Tua, Herbert, Dolphins, Chargers. I mean, talk about basically a must win for both of these teams. Um you got Baltimore right now. They have the three C, but they're going to be without Lamar for a couple weeks. Chiefs, they just lose to the Bengals. Bengals look like they're starting to climb the ranks as one of the best teams in the conference. AFC is starting to get juicy. AFC is AFC is the premier uh, conference in, in football this year. Like, I mean, NFC has a lot of teams up top, but for the most part, the AFC from top to bottom, all the teams that are really good and could potentially make the playoffs – I think that's been better football than the NFC this year thus far. Yeah, I I mean, the four-seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers kind of, eh. You've heard how I've said about the Giants all year. I think they're frauds, but not today. I hope they aren't. (laughs) I hope they get the Eagles today. But, yeah, man, the the AFC really from top to bottom, for the most part, has been a lot of fun this year. The Titans, they're one of those run the ball, you know, play defense, Tannehill, and they had Malik Wills for a few games, kind of boring in that sense. And again, the Jets, I mean, how they are 7-5 and five with, uh, well, it's their defense, really. That's been the big part of that, too. But we said a couple of years ago, as, as dysfunctional as ever, <laughs> and still somehow in the playoff race. But again, man, there's some teams just right on the heels on the outside of these uh, playoff teams. Again, the Chargers, they're 6-6. Six and six. Huge game for them tonight. Uh, you also have um, the Vegas Raiders, who have won four in a row. Yeah. Like, what the hell's going on there? You have your New England Patriots, who are there 6-6. Six and six. So, still a lot to be decided. No, these next few weeks are going to be really important. I've never been so happy that there's a Week 18 now. Seriously. Like, now all of a sudden, it's like, okay, that last game, guys are actually going to suit up. And they got to get out there and really fight for playoff positioning. And so that's what I'm hoping my pats do. You know, tighten up your chin straps and let's go out there and make the playoffs, bro. In Arizona tomorrow. In how, Arizona. You feel, how, how are you feeling about that? Well, that's, that's, uh, it may or may not be one of my who do you loves. And so uh, I guess you'll, guess you'll have to find out. I'm down for it. Uh, yeah, looking at all these other AFC games today, there aren't really like a ton, a ton of matchups that stand out besides that New York and Buffalo. Cleveland at Cincinnati will be interesting. Uh, just because Cleveland beat Cincinnati earlier this year, and now they have Deshaun Watson, who did not look great in his first game. Um, I'm sure that everybody was pretty happy about that. I don't think you'll find anybody that was going to you know, come to Deshaun Watson's aid yeah, as, yeah. Every, as he was being dragged all across every social media platform. Um, and Baltimore at Pittsburgh is always interesting, but without the quarterback matchup, take the under, probably there. Uh, and then again, you've got Kansas City at Denver. I mean, it's a football game. That is a football game. Could get ugly real quick, and we'll see if Denver can score more than 10 points in this one. And it's in Denver. Like, I think I'll just stay home for that one. Dear God. Dear God. Probably get the, the wind chill is going to be crazy, and you're going to be getting blown out. Like, those games aren't fun to go to. No. 
especially this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm going home. I don't care how big of a fan you are. I wouldn't want to go and watch a Broncos game this year at all, especially at this point in the season. All right. What we're going to get into next, Rashad, because bowl season is here. Uh, I'm trying to think when the first game is. I want to say it's like Thursday or Friday. I don't know, honestly. Uh, it's Friday. We get one of my favorite bowl games of the bowl season. Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. No, the Bahamas Bowl. The stories that come out of the Bahamas Bowl are some of the best. I love going. It's one of my favorite traditions is to go back and read about just how chaotic the the Bahamas Bowl, the logistics, security. There's people just walking onto the sideline. It's the best. So that starts on Friday, and we also have the Cure Bowl, the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl that starts on Friday. But Rashad, what I wanted to do today was have some fun and get a little historical and let's learn something about bowl season because uh, there were some ridiculous bowl games back in the day and we're going to see if we can uh, remember some of these, if we can guess correctly because uh, God knows I don't know what the bowl games were in 1961. Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) So we're going to take our best guess at some of these. The Jim Crow Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, the plantation the bowl. Only bowl. Like, what like, the yeah. hell is this? So we're <laughs> we're gonna get to this uh, bowl game quiz to kick off unofficially the bowl season right here on Football Sunday, ten eighty. The <sighs> spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Shot and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. There's a place 
Shout out to the text line for correcting me. Uh, I had said the Raiders had won four games in a row. That was correct until Thursday night when uh, Baker Mayfield decided to go to like 98, 99 yards and win them that game at who, the end. Who we may or may not be talking about in the second hour. We'll see. <laughs> I, uh, I I wouldn't be upset at you for that because that was pretty cool to see that. Um, I did not watch the game because, I'm as I mentioned to the person that texted in, uh, I forgot that uh, you know it was on because it's on Amazon Prime and not a normal effing channel. I don't know about you, Rashad, but like I have been terrible about watching Thursday night football this year I because seen it's one. just a, uh, I haven't like seen I one. know that it it's Thursday night, but just. And he, I don't I don't know if it's because of the Amazon thing or what the hell my life. The but fact it, that it's only Amazon because remember when they would they would usually simulcast these games like and NFL, one of them Network, NFL Network and one and so, on Fox or so guess CBS. What? Something. I can watch the one on the NFL Network because I have that. Like I'm not thinking about like right now we're I'm watching currently watching sports on Hulu here in the studio. You know Hulu has live sports and so I'm watching it here. And but still when I'm at home I don't have to go to Hulu to watch any sports. And so it just makes it a little weird. So then you have to search for the game. And at a point, I just I just give up. I was like, man, it's cool. I don't really need to see. I'll, I'll look at the highlights later, and I'll look at the the stat sheet and everything, the box the box score. And I'm of the John Sukanik school of thought where I, I want to know the exact channel. It's always on, and I don't want it to be different. I always knew Thursday Night Football was either NFL Network or it was simulcast on a a network channel like Fox or ABC, whatever the hell it was. I knew that I could find that game on there as well. Amazon Prime, yeah, I just don't care to go log in. and Like, I don't even have Prime, so I'm not going to go and pay for it. Like, no. All right, ran over. We want to have some fun. It's time for bowl season. Is there some sort of uh, college football uh, bowl music somewhere? I'm sure I uh, mm. can find some music. Doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes. Damn I will it. beat well, your ass. Play that and just loop Dan, that. no. You can just loop that if you like. That works. Just over and over again. Now we got to have some college football music here to uh, add into the to spice things up here, right? I'm with it. Waiting, waiting. Ah, here we go. Now this is a good ditty. All of us uh, will remember. Okay. An old, an oldie but goodie. Oh, hey man, this is the like national championship. Uh, Who can remember this timeless classic from ESPN college football theme? All right, Rashad, you ready for ready. this bowl game quiz? Let's do it. I'm ready too because I don't know the answers. Apparently, the average score on this is five out of ten. Oh, geez. Okay, well, let's hear it. <sighs> Getting paper here to write our answers down. All right. Question number one. We all know that some resources are in danger of running out in a relatively short time. Wow, this quiz has a political agenda here, apparently. Uh, But which non-renewable resource was the name of a bowl that only existed for two years? The Petro Bowl, the Coal Bowl, the Oil Bowl, or the Gas Bowl? So initially, I was going to say Petro Bowl because it sounds better. Um... But I'm not sure. I think Oil Bowl just sounds sounds so fake that it might be the one. <laughs> so I'm going to say Oil Bowl. I'm going Oil Bowl, too. Coal Bowl just sounds goofy. Yeah. Gas Bowl doesn't. No. 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 It reminds me of the toilet. Yes. And the Oil Bowl, you know, I could see that being a bowl game in the 50s in, like, Texas. Okay. Between, like, 
Texas Southern and San Antonio A&M or something yeah. like that. So I'm going Oil Bowl as well. Okay. All right. Oil Bowl. Bam. Some bowl games offer, offer up a tasty matchup. But which of these food bowls was a real bowl game played in Phoenix, Arizona five times between 1948 and 1952? The dessert bowl, the soup bowl, the chili bowl, or the salad bowl? Um, I'll start this one. The soup, chili, and salad bowl, that all just sounds resi- ridiculous to me. Desert, dessert, the game was played in Phoenix, Arizona. I think I'm going to go with the, de- the dessert bowl. That sounds just as silly as well. But Does it we say are, what year? <laughs> I was going to say, we are talking about 1948 19, uh, to 1952. They, uh, yeah, their, uh, their idea of comedy back then was quite different than ours today. Yeah, and I'm thinking about you know who was selling chili back then. So, that would uh, be my second guess. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb. And I'm gonna say salad bowl. That sounds you know, in Phoenix. I mean, yeah, you know, you know, pretty pretty fit, pretty you know. <laughs> in '48, in the '50s, I, I, is Phoenix known for yeah, their salad? I don't I don't really know. I don't. Were they known for their chili? <laughs> you know, no, but they're known for their uh, their deserts or their desserts. They are oh, potentially. All right. So. All right. Moving on. The Motor City Bowl wasn't the first bowl game to be played in a dome in Michigan. Which of these bowl games was a real bowl game played in 1984 and 1985? The Cherry Bowl, the Grape Bowl, the Lemon Bowl, the Strawberry Bowl. Cherry Bowl, Lemon Bowl, Strawberry Bowl, and which of? Cherry, Grape, Lemon, Strawberry. Ooh, Grape sounds like the Grape Bowl. And Grape's... And whereabouts? Aren't grapes just fantastic? Grapes are phenomenal. Dude, I could cotton crush candy grapes a bag are of great. Grape. I'm going to go ahead and say the cherry bowl. I like those really big grapes, the ones that like you almost have to eat them in two bites. They that's, crunch. That's what she said. <laughs> Come on. Just saying. She said it. Uh, I'm going cherry bowl. What did you say you're going with? I'm going cherry bowl as well. All right. Cherry, cherry. Damn. I got to write these down because the answers are all at the bottom there. All right. So we're going cherry bowl. This bowl game was played twice. In 1961 and 1962, it was played on a different site each year and lost money both years. That's probably what a lot of these bowl games are. Uh, Thus, the game was not renewed for 1963, which major city bowl couldn't turn a profit? Gotham Bowl, Beantown Bowl, Hollywood Bowl, or Windy City Bowl? So I've actually heard of the Gotham Bowl, so I'm going to go ahead and say Gotham Bowl. I've actually heard of it. What city is Gotham City? New York. Am I stupid for not knowing that? Uh, potentially. Like, I always knew, like, I know that's a Batman thing, but... Yeah, potentially. Is New York City also known as Gotham City? Like It, it is, it is, yes. Okay. People call it Gotham based on... Batman. Text in 503-250-1080. Should I feel stupid for not knowing <laughs> I do know what Beantown is. I do know what Hollywood is. And I do know yeah. what Windy City is. I actually have heard of the, of the, the Gotham City Bowl. Which so, uh, major city bowl couldn't turn profit? I'm going to go Hollywood. Those California liberals, they got so much better things to do in the 60s. Hollywood's booming at that point. They got better things to do than go to a football game, all right? I'm going Hollywood Bowl. Okay. Which is ironic because now the L.A. Bowl is back and no one cares about that either. No, how about that? All right. There's only one bowl game in L.A. people care about. That's right. Uh, and we've got what bull, uh, what bull played its inaugural game in January of 2007. Well, that's not fun. That's only a few years ago. The National Bowl, 
International Bowl, Intercontinental Bowl. I wish it's that. Or the Transcontinental Bowl. Transcontinental is a lot of words for a bowl game. Yeah, a I don't lot like of that. a lot of letters. Same with Intercontinental. I know that was a former yeah. WWF belt, which it still is, is why I it's still it's still around. Uh-huh. Uh I'm going with the International Bowl. I'm, I think I have to go with the International Bowl as well. Yeah. Cuz National is just boring. And then those other two, like you said, that's just a word salad over there. That's too many syllables yeah, to have in your bowl name. Yeah. So we're going international. The marketing on these are terrible. I'm curious, <laughs> whoever came up with these names, yeah, I'm glad that these are now defunct bowl games. Well, I mean, the thing is, is, you know, there's still bowl games that are ridiculously named, you know, like the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. That's terrible. I wish they just got rid of the sponsors. I don't want to play in that bowl. I mean, the Independence Bowl is not that bad, but when you add the Radiance Technologies in front of it or the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Yeah, everybody wants to get stop. their little plug in there, so they stop. have to say that. <clears throat> All right. Auburn's first bowl game appearance came in this 1937 matchup against Villanova. They don't even have a team anymore, resulting in a 7-7 tie. What scrumptious spirit was the name of this bowl game in 1937? The Tangare Bowl, Captain Morgan Bowl, the Jose Cuervo Bowl, or the Bacardi Bowl? Oh, I'm going Bacardi Bowl. I'm going Bacardi Bowl as well. Yeah, That I mean, sounds like something I would want to play in. I'm and, all for that game. And something tells me that... I mean, Jose Cuervo, that just, I don't need, I don't know if they had the marketing no. back then, and uh, no. back in 37. But like Bacardi's that. been around forever. Tanqueray is something that's been around for a while, too. It has, it has. But, you know, uh, rum and thinking about Havana and thinking about how people just, just, just shoot down over there all any time to, yeah. you know. If they gave yeah, us I'm a location Bacardi. for the bowl, then that could maybe shine some light. Because I could totally see in the 30s, like, hey. We're going to go to the Tangeray Bowl. Here's why, Here's why I say Bacardi. I was in a play called Guys and Dolls. Yeah. See. And it's about, it's based on like 1920s, 1930s, like New York. And the drink that they mentioned one time when he gets the girl drunk is Bacardi. Ah. That's why I'm going to go ahead and say Bacardi. What a what a great story. It's an awesome It's a classy story. love story from that time. I'm oh, sure. yeah. Absolutely. That's how it went. That's how it went. Just like Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Just like that. What kind-hearted bowl game was played twice? Once in 61 and again 10 years later in 71. Was it the Mercy Bowl, the Patience Bowl, the Goodwill Bowl, or the Harmony Bowl? I want it to be the Patience Bowl just because that is the most, like, (laughs) I mean, there is some football principles. You know, be patient, wait for the hole to open up, but also just, like, patience. I'm I'm switching it to Mercy now I think about it. At what point in football is there any Mercy shown? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. I would, damn, Mercy. I'm going to go with that one just because it's it, it sounds ridiculous. The Mercy Bowl. The Goodwill Bowl, the Harmony Bowl. Goodwill Bowl sounds like it could very well be the name of it, though. What are we um, going, what are you going with? Uh, Mercy, Patience. I'm going to flip a coin. Goodwill, Harmony. Har- uh, Mercy. Mercy? That's what the that's what the coin flip says. That wasn't a coin. That, that well, it, it like, flipped. That looked like a, fly, a flying object. It flipped, type. either way. All right. We've got another one. Actually, three more. Which tasty snack was the name of a bowl game played five times in four years? How do you do that? Between 1946 and 1949. The apricot, the raisin, the cashew, or the peanut bowl? I'm going cashews because those are quite possibly the best... Um, the best nut pause uh, of all time. Second best. Um, I'm gonna say <laughs> touche, Rashad. I'm. Oh uh, man, 
Raisins have been around forever. Raisin bowl, apricot bowl, cashew bowl, peanut bowl. Does I think the apricot like, bowl was a real thing, but I it, just want it to be the cashew does bowl. Does anybody like apricots? Um, no. I don't know if I've even ever they're, ate They're an not apricot. very good. Uh, raisin, cashew. I think, I, I think I'm going to go cashew as well. Cashew. All right. Which Western state was the name of a bowl game? which held its inaugural game in 2006. Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico, Utah. So which state had their inaugural bowl game? I think this was... I'm going to go the Arizona Bowl. And I base that off of absolutely nothing. Uh, you said Utah? Um, yeah, yeah I guess Arizona Bowl. Whoa, the band just surged right there. Yeah. I'm done, guys. I guess the you said who who were they? What were the bowls? Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico, Utah. Basically, the four corner states. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Which um, of these four corner states was the name of a bowl game, or a bowl that held its inaugural game in 06? I'm going, like I said, Arizona, because New Mexico. Why would you want to? I mean, just why? Yeah, I'm gonna say Arizona as well. I don't think Colorado is that cool to get a bowl game. Arizona's nice this time of year. Yeah, we're going Arizona. Yeah. All right, and our last one. All this bowl trivia has really worked up my appetite. Which of these 2007 bowl games, named after an online site where you could order up some game time pizza, is real? PizzaHut.com bowl, LittleCaesars.com bowl, Domino's.com bowl, Papa John's.com bowl. Uh, Little Caesars. I remember that game. The, the Little, Little Caesars. Caesars. Yeah. Was it the dot littlecaesars.com bowl? Is it dot com bowl? Uh, Was the dot com added onto it? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go littlecaesars.com. I've never heard of a Pizza Hut, uh, of, of a Pizza Hut dot com. I'm going to go papajohns.com just because that sounds like something stupid that Papa John would have come up with. Yeah. Guys, 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 instead of advertising the company, Let's just advertise the website. Yeah, All right. that's, that's amazing, John. Great, <laughs> great idea. All right, so you're going to Little C's. God, I love those hot and ready's and yeah. the crazy bread. Yeah, Little C's is, can be legit for people. So and I'm good. sorry, you chose uh, the cashew bowl as well. I did. And you chose the Arizona bowl as well. I did. All right, cashew in Arizona. All right, um, we're up against the clock, but I don't know about you. I don't care. We can go through these answers real quick. I mean, we can do it when we come back to you either way. You down? Yeah, let's do that. All right. We will reveal the answers when we get back. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good about some of these, but, uh, again, the other ones, I was basing my answers off of nothing. No, I'm a terrible test taker. Basically, so my, we'll see how this goes. Basically, uh, what foods I liked were <laughs> dictating a lot of my answers here. All right, we're going to get to the answers. Hour two, Rashad takes over. Keep listening on the Odyssey app on 1080 The Fan. Text in 503-250-1080. This is Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Don't- okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 